G'day, it's Phil Edwards, Vision CEO here, with a quick invitation to become part of this amazing beacon of hope called Vision. Together we can put our love into action to help people of all kinds build or rebuild their lives on the truth of God. Please consider the part you can play during our upcoming Visionathon appeal, remembering that it's your support that makes Vision possible, including this podcast. Rise and Shine with Robbo and Becky on Vision. We chat to them once a week and it is a privilege. They are our marriage experts, Dave O and Ash. Good morning. Good morning. Good day, Mike. Be here. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Well, you know, we don't like to like tiptoe around the subjects and issues, so we're going to hit right to it today. And we've had lots of different questions asking things about marriage and finance. Now, I know there's no wrongs and rights, uh, but this is something that can cause a lot of stress between couples, isn't it? Oh, for sure. I mean. They say that that financial problems are literally the number two uh, biggest reason why people get divorced. I mean, it, it's a huge issue between couples. Wow. Well, it's certainly something that we need to get a handle on in that mm. case. And I guess the there's so much to do with finances and even just the stress of finances. And obviously, with everything that's going on around the world at the moment, we've got people not mm. able to work. That puts pressure on. Okay. And then suddenly, all these things that maybe have just been bubbling under the surface all Boom. come up and... You know, so I guess it's a matter of getting some of the principles right, isn't it? It absolutely is. And like we always say that it's not, when it comes to finances, it's not really a money issue. It's much more a communication issue when it comes to the marital problems surrounding mm. finances. Because when when a husband and a wife are, are really fighting over finances, it really is not so much to do with the money as much as it is with getting on the same page when it comes to, you know, having a budget and having the same expectation when it comes to managing uh, the finances. Yeah, it, it's it's so so true because every couple is wired up differently in the way mm. they view money. One spouse right. is almost always more of the kind of the the spender, and one spouse is always more kind of the saver, where they view you know having money is is a sense of security. Right. And and it's not that either of those personalities are wrong. I mean, it's just part of the personality that God wired us with, and each of those personalities going to ha- kind of help us have a new perspective when we learn from each other. Yes. But a couple has to find unity in their finances. It doesn't mean they're going to agree about every single thing, but it means that they have to agree to always respect each other and communicate about mm-hmm. every financial decision and make sure that their priorities are the same. Because when financial crisis hits, like you know, we're, we're experiencing here in the United States we and are. much of the world is experiencing right now with COVID-19, the whole coronavirus quarantine and economies mm-hmm. are, are in shambles right now. It, it squeezes a little bit of financial pressure that was happening before might feel like a financial crisis right now. Right. Mm. And so you have to just agree first and foremost that, listen, no amount of money, no amount of financial stress is going to ever come between us because our, our faith in God and our marriage and our family is more important than any financial issue. Mm. And we're going to make sure that we always remember that that's where the priorities are and then begin the conversation from there. Now, would you have any sort of tips to try and get people talking on the same page when it comes? Because you say it's a communication thing. Is there some way that maybe starting to talk about the conversation or maybe there's some big sort of, you know, like time management, they say the big rocks get locked in and then the little ones salter through and then the sand. Is there some tips that people can can maybe ask their partner when it comes to talking about finances? Oh, absolutely. I know like early on in our marriage, there was a couple at our church that talked about 
how they had this this concept of if there was anything they were spending over $50, okay? And I don't mm-hmm. know what the equivalent would be in Australia, but you know, a certain amount of money that they were spending over over that, they would they would talk to each other about it. They right. would check with each other. Outside their regular other. bills. Outside and- like, you know, grocery bills and house bills and things like that. They would talk to each other about it. And Dave and I, you know, we adopted this and we've kept it. We've been married almost 20 years. We still do this. And, you know, it's going to be a different amount per couple. But basically, it just encourages couples to check with each other and to say, hey, I want to buy this thing. What do you think about it? And most of the time, your spouse is going to say, oh, that's fine. That You know, go ahead and buy it. But sometimes they might say, you know what? We have this one bill coming up. Maybe we should wait until mm-hmm. next month to buy this thing. And what it does is it gets you on the same page and it helps there to be peace between you because you're communicating about the finances. Yeah, and it, it really puts trust in the other person's hand. I think a lot of times pride steps in and says, well, I'm not going to ask permission from my oh, spouse. Yeah. This is my money or I, I work for this and he or she can't tell me what to do. Mm-hmm. And that pride is really what causes division in marriage. But when we kind of swallow our pride and say, no, I, w- I want to honor my spouse in every decision. Everything we have is not really ours. It's God's. The Bible says right. that everything belongs to him and we're just kind of mm-hmm. temporary managers of it. And I want to make sure that, that I honor him in every decision, that I honor my spouse in every decision. Then it really helps helps us to to look at every financial decision with more clarity and for it not to become a place where we argue, but a place where we can find unity. And it just honestly, it's very practical in keeping each other in the know of what is coming in and what is going out. Because, you know, sometimes we talk to couples who are really having marital problems. And, and part of the problem is that like one spouse is making all the financial decisions and the other spouse doesn't have any idea of what's coming in or going out. And that's really not a good dynamic to be in. You know, both spouses need to understand what is coming into your bank account and what is going out. Now, I understand that there's going to be maybe one spouse that is maybe the primary manager of the money, and that's fine. But even so, both spouses need to know everything that's coming in and going out. And that way, there's no secrets between you. There's no misunderstandings. And that way, you're open and honest about your finances. Yeah, that's a good point. Now, just speaking about that, the primary money manager. Now, I grew up in a church where we were told the man is in charge of that. And you know he needs to you know be the leader in that and what have you be the manager as you said, um, but I mean obviously I I know couples where the wife is far better with you know managing money or administrative and paying bills and whatever. So is there a right or wrong even in that context of saying well you know one should be looking after it and not the other? I think that that both need to be in in the communication about it. And as far as who's ultimately managing it, uh, it's it's who who's more gifted in that area or in right. whatever season of marriage you're in, kind of who has the time and the margin uh, to take it on. I know in, in my parents' marriage, you know, there've been a lot of areas where my dad clearly took the lead and my mom was just much better administratively and she's she's managed their finances for really their entire man- marriage. There were times where they were both working and bringing in income and there've been a lot of times when dad was the only one working and mom was, was managing the home, but she was just really gifted at budgeting. And so, you know, dad early on kind of had this, this mindset where he felt like the man had to do everything and make every financial decision. And it really caused a lot of tension and stress for both of them. But ultimately when he was willing to kind of take a step back and realize that she was gifted in that area. And she enjoys it too. And and, yeah, and she enjoys it. And their, their finances, immediately improved and the kind of the peace in the home improved as well. And so I don't, that, that looks different in every marriage Mm -hmm. kind of depending on the personalities of each couple. 
But I think that, that you have to find whatever works best for you and brings the most peace into your mm-hmm. marriage. Absolutely. Yeah, Love good it. Point. Always so wonderful. Mm. Thank you very much for taking the time to chat to us. Yes, it's always an honour. Well, we love chatting to you. And if you want to find out more, you want to hear more of their amazing advice, make sure you check out their Naked Marriage podcasts, where all good podcasts are found. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.